Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Anybody paying the least bit of attention to the Olympics? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because I made a big mistake the other day. What? Yeah, so I could have sworn I had two separate brackets up when we were talking about the Olympics. Remember how I said the men and women U.S. hockey teams are both in the gold medal round? Whoops. Yeah. No, that's not right. Oh. No, because I was walking by a TV really? yesterday, and I saw it was like Sweden versus Canada, and I'm like, wait a minute. So the women lost? No, okay, okay, so hold on. It was the men playing, and I thought, that doesn't make sense. The the, the U.S. dudes, anyway, the U.S. dudes are lost. Not, they, they're not even meddling. That's right. I screwed that they up. They lost in the quarterfinals yes. to Canada, which sucks. Well, they ended up also losing in a shootout, ultimately. No. Well, somebody else. Anyway, yeah, they're uh, just not going to get enough. But yes, the it. U.S. women did lose to Canada for the gold, correct? Sorry. So there. I, sucks. That but, sucks. Yeah. Thank you for bringing uh, me down. Well, I wanted further. to. I, I've been wanting to say that for like the last 24 hours. So. The only the only uh, other way I'm getting any Olympic information really is when I come across something on the internet. Yeah. And I just came across something that Michaela Schifrin, you know who she is? She's going to be America's most decorated, most winning skier of all time. Even over, uh, what was her name? Vaughn. Uh, Leslie Vaughn? Uh, not Le- Leslie. Le- Le- it's uh, Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsay Vaughn. I was so close. Lindsay Vaughn. How quickly <laughs> they forget. And she's, I think she's commentating these Olympics, as a matter of fact. Huh. Anyway, she surpassed Lindsay Vaughn, who was the previous uh, best of all time. She has completely washed out in the individual competition in, in these Olympics. Mm. She didn't finish three times. She finished fifth once and ninth another time. Sucks. And she was like a gold medal favorite in every race. Sucks. Hmm. Can't tell you how many Americans that's happened to. Uh, so I don't know where we are in the standings. Last time I checked, we were third. Um, I'll check. Yeah, we're probably third or fourth or something. Norway was number one. Yeah, we're third. Third still? So we're third with 21 total medals, but... Uh, how gold many gold? Eight. So, so Norway, 13. Germany, 10. Dang! USA, 8. <laughs> How many total medals does Norway have? 28. That's almost one for every person in the country. Yeah. That's <laughs> everybody yeah. who lives in Norway has won an <laughs> Olympic medal this time. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, it's like, I don't know, 5.3 million people? Seriously, it's not the population of the DFW Metroplex. And they're doing this. They're number one. In the Olympic Games. Oh, I just refreshed. It's actually uh, mm. Norway, 29 total medals. Germany, 22. So now we are alone in third place with 21. All right. Yeah, we're not going to win these games, obviously. But, uh, you know, third. Mm, eh, mm. Whatever. Uh, with, as long as we beat China. Yes, please. And we are. Yeah, they're th- and fifth. Normally, 
when you host the games, you win a crap ton of medals, but they're not really. Because you're in they're all not. of the events. Right. You're guaranteed to be in the events. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and there's something about having the crowd behind you. Of course, there's no crowds, so maybe that has something to do with it as well. Uh, all right. 888 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, we got this uh, tweet. Oh, yes, the Super Bowl private jets leaving L.A. on Sunday night. Bastards. (laughs) Over 140 private planes left Los Angeles within five hours of the Super Bowl. Look at that. Including one that flew 13-plus hours back to Vienna, Austria. (laughs) (laughs) But y'all recycle now. (laughs) Yeah, right. Use your paper straws. Right. Do you love the environment? Well, they do, but you can't hold them to the same standards as the rest of us. My bad. These are important people. You're right. You're right. If you can afford to take a private jet from Vienna, Austria to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl, you're you're an important person. And uh, you can't be held to the same standards as the little guy. The ticket probably costs more than the fuel, though. Mm, Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But for the second year in a row... The home team won the Super Bowl at their home. Mm-hmm. So Tampa Bay last year and the Los Angeles Rams this year. And it and before last year had never happened in the history of football. Put your money on the Arizona Cardinals if you ah. think this trend will hold. And that's not a bad idea, actually. I mean, they're pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. If Kyler, they keep, keep it all together. Is Kyler Murray going to leave? Kyler Murray's got issues right now, man. He's scrubbing his social media accounts of all references to the I Cardinals. I saw some of that, yeah. He is... What? Why? Do we know why? He wants an extension. Of course he does. (laughs) I love that when you sign a five-year deal or whatever. And one year into it, yeah, I want an extension or I'm not going to play. Wait, we just signed you last year. Yeah, that uh, that doesn't matter. Market changed. Yeah. I saw somebody else making more money than me. Now I want to make more money than them. (laughs) Then sign (laughs) one-year deals. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, they're just meaningless, these deals that they sign now. Meaningless. By the way, Enjoy all of this while you can, because um, CNN just alerted us. We only have 30 years left. Now, other people are saying nine or eight, mm. but the U.S. sea levels will rise rapidly. Oh, no. Yeah, rapidly in the next 30 years, mm-hmm. according to a new report from CNN. Okay. It's an alarming forecast for the United States of America. Sea level rise the sea level will rise as much in the next 30 years as it did in the past 100. Wait, we've wait, we've <clears throat> seen the picture, a 100-year-old mm-hmm. picture right. that shows it hasn't changed at all off the coast of England. Right, well, that's what they're saying. The next 30 years are going to be so much worse than the last 100. Oh, I, okay. You could throw all that so out the window, So kind of made their point. Friend. I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Increasing the frequency of high tide flooding, pushing storm surge uh, to the extreme, of course, and inundating vulnerable coastal infrastructure with salt water. That doesn't sound good. It does not. It sounds like all of the cataclysmic movies that we see now, that where mm-hmm. the sea level is all through Manhattan, and mm-hmm. you've, have, you've probably seen movies with that. that I've seen uh, the clips. Theme. I'm not watching Day After Tomorrow or uh, whatever it is. Oh, let's hide in the library. <laughs> well, that's the only, place the only place that can withstand the hundred degree below weather. Oh, yeah. Are, are there still books in there to burn, or, sure. or had they already done that by then? Uh, no, there's a few left. A few left? Okay. Yeah, and you'll be fine if you make it in there. The interagency report led by the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, 
mm-hmm. shows how scientists are increasingly confident that U.S. coast will see another 10 to 12 inches of sea level rise by 2050. Mm-hmm. Implications of that forecast are enormous. Oh, no. The underwater future. Uh, what sea level rise will look like around the globe? Well, this report is a wake-up call for at least the United States, but it's a wake-up call with a silver lining. Oh, okay. All right. We got some hope. Yeah. It provides us with information needed to act now to best position ourselves for the future. Right. This gives them another excuse to scream global warming, Mm -hmm. climate change, sea level rise, and so we got to stop all and build back of, better of our industry and build back better right mm-hmm. capitalism has to go because that's what's killing this planet i don't know if you're aware of that <laughs> really the biggest problem we face right now is capitalism huh yeah well when you say it like that mm. then it, it spurs true. you to do something sure about it i hope yeah. mm-hmm Beyond 2050, the amount of sea level rise the U.S. will experience is highly dependent on how much the world cuts fossil fuel emissions. Well, of course. And limits global temperature rise. Wait, is that the silver lining? That's I, I guess. Oh, yeah, because we can do something about it. Oh. Robert Kopp, nah. a climate scientist at Rutgers and co-author of the report, said sea level rise is becoming increasingly sensitive to the amount of warming the planet is experiencing for example okay example time if global warming can be held to around two degrees above pre-industrial levels noaa estimates sea level rise in the u.s could be limited to two feet by the end of the century if temperatures are if temperatures are allowed to skyrocket like we have any control over that it's just asinine that forecast increases to not two feet but seven feet. Boom, 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 boom. The ice shelf holding back the Doomsday Glacier could shatter within the next five years, scientists warn. Because it's so warm, right? Is that what's happening? It's yeah. melting and whatnot? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like when you have ice in a glass and it melts mm-hmm. and then it spills all over your table. Mm-mm. You know how that works? No, it doesn't. Happen. And you're like, wait. No, that's not wow. how it goes. <laughs> No, I thought the volume didn't change, but I guess it does. Precisely. And people need to remember that. The volume does Mm -hmm. not change. It's like if you have a a cube of ice is taking up and just pull it out, right? Yeah. It's taking up as much space as the water would. Right. Almost identical. So when it melts back into a liquid form, it's the same level. Same level. Mm. You know, and Michael Schellenberger, I think it's him that makes that point in his book. It's like, hey... The glass of water thing is a real thing, okay? The, the glass of water with ice in it, when it melts, what happens? Does it overflow the glass? No. Why? Because the volume's the same. That's why. So, huh. Well, our education system will take care of people learning that. <laughs> yeah. Kids will know. Uh-huh. Yeah, our kids are learning the opposite. <sighs> yep. You know, and why do we mock this? I don't know, because they've been wrong every single time. Time. I mean, you say that a lot, okay? Yeah. But do you have? But any... can I give any yeah. examples? Right. No, I can't. You cannot. I, well, okay, I can give a couple of examples. Okay. Let's try. <laughs> Let's see if you can. Uh, modern doomsayers have been predicting climate and environmental disaster since the 1960s, at least, and they continue to do it today. None of the apocalyptic. Get this. None of the apocalyptic predictions with due dates as of today have come true. Do they care about that? No. Not in the least. They just keep making them. And this this was uh, <clears throat> this was all put together, what, by the uh, Competitive Enterprise Institute, I think? 
Uh, Thanks, Tony Heller, who first collected many of these news clips and posted them on Real Climate Science. Okay, Real Climate Science did it, and I think uh, CEI put them together. But yeah, I mean, they've not gotten anything right. So just remember that as they continue to make doomsaying prediction after prediction here. And again, we've we've mentioned some of these before, but I think it's worth mentioning when mm-hmm. new things come out, like uh, CNN. Uh, we're all going to be underwater in thirty years. Yeah, uh, no, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, while such predictions have been have been and continue to be enthusiastically reported by the media for sensational headlines, the failures are never revisited, except by us. Mm-hmm. In 1967, the headline was, okay, 67, dire famine by 1975. <clears throat> dire, f- is it 1975 yet? That's the, now this is math. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, here's, here's how the article went. Okay. It's already too late for the world <laughs> to avoid a long period of famine. <laughs> it was too late in 19, what did you say, 68? Yeah, 67. Wow. So- yeah. It's already too late. Sorry, you're you're gonna die in a famine. And of course, it's Paul Ehrlich who's wrong about everything, and then people still turn to him today. Hey, Paul, what do you think is gonna happen? Why would you why would you ask this of a man who has never been correct in his entire career? So Ehrlich said the time of famines is upon us, and we'll be at its worst and most disastrous by 1975. Mm. He said the population of the United States is already too big that birth control may have to be accompanied by making it involuntary. Oh, so forced child limits like they had in China for so long. That worked really well in China Mm -hmm. with 1.4 billion people. And by the way, they took off those limits in China because they're thinking, geez, we've got zero population growth going right now. Um, so they might have to put, uh, sterilizing agents into staple foods and drinking water. Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. And that the Roman Catholic church should be pressured into going along with the routine measures of population control. Oh, okay, Paul. Good thing nobody listened to your stupid nonsense. The New York Times, I mean, that was way before the time when people were taking this seriously. Yeah. You kind of laughed it off back then, but now that's not happening anymore. New York Times, Sunday, August 10th, 1969. Okay. Full of pollution, (laughs) like pollution has allies. (laughs) Yeah, I want more pollution. Full of pollution (laughs) sees lack of time, asserts environmental ills outrun public concern. Oh, no. Boy, that's for sure. 1969, that's really... Oh, and again, (laughs) the trouble with almost all environmental problems, says Paul Ehrlich, the population biologist, is that by the time we have enough evidence to convince people, you're dead. (laughs) We must realize that unless we're extremely lucky, everybody will will disappear in a cloud of blue steam... In 20 years. I love it. Ouch. Let's see. Okay, since 1969. Have 20 years passed yet? Huh. <laughs> this would have been 1989. Uh, I didn't see the cloud of blue steam. You didn't see that? There's still a, quite a number of people on this planet. Mm. Wrong again, Paul. But thanks for playing our game. Sheesh. 
Source, New York Times, August 10th, 1969. 1970 is when this prediction happened. Ice Age by 2000 was the headline. So an ice age. The exact opposite of what they're predicting now, but caused by the exact same thing. CO2. Air pollution, uh, scientists predicts a new ice age by 21st century. This is great. Where is it? Air pollution may, be, may obliterate the sun and cause a new ice age in the first third of the next century. The demands for cooling water will boil dry. <laughs> <laughs> the entire flow of the rivers and streams of continental United States. Wow, all our water is going to be gone. Dang it. That's from John James P. Lodge Jr. He made that dire prediction. In 1970. Okay. Yeah, so an ice age by 2000. And then here we are with Paul Ehrlich again. Dr. Ehrlich, outspoken ecologist to speak. And what did he have to say? Well, uh, giving aspirins to cancer victims is what Paul Ehrlich thinks of current proposals for pollution control. <laughs> no real action is, has been taken uh, to save the environment, he maintains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it does need saving. Ehrlich predicts that the oceans will be as dead as Lake Erie in less than a decade. Wait. Again, that's uh, from October 6th, 1970. <clears throat> and we ended up uh, taking care of Lake Erie. So yeah. Like, even that ended up... Right. Lake yeah. Erie is really pretty clean now. Where, At least it doesn't burst into flame anymore. Right. Um, where is uh, Paul Ehrlich still around? I yeah, mean, he yeah, should, he is. He, he and he's should, still making the same kind of predictions. Uh, he needs to answer for this stuff. Seriously, nobody, nobody holds his feet to the fire. America will be subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. Mm-mm. Damn it. Yeah. I hate that when that happens. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why we're skeptical. They wonder, why don't you believe? Why are you conspiracy theorists deny science? You know, as you're reading these, Pat, all I can think of is the COVID stuff. The, you same know, thing. The same elites yeah. in our society yep. make these dire predictions about COVID. Yep. And then, and then we're expected to change Trump. our life. Right. Mm-hmm. U.S. scientist sees new ice age coming. <laughs> this from 1971 now. Mm-hmm. Dr. S.L. Razul of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NOAA, uh, and Columbia University. So all these brainiacs, all these elitists, just absolutely trying to scare the crap out of Americans so that, you know, we'll end industry in this country and let China completely take over. Uh, If they had their way, that's what would happen. In the next 50 years, he said, in 1971 again, so it's been beyond that now, the fine dust man constantly puts into the atmosphere by fossil fuel burning could screen out so much sunlight that the average temperature could drop by six degrees. Hmm. If sustained over several years, <laughs> five to ten, uh, he estimated, such a temperature decrease could uh, could be sufficient to trigger an ice age. Huh. Course. So the 70s... Um, we were all worried about an ice, ice age. Right. Mm-hmm. Brought on, by, again, by the same thing that is on contributing to global on warming. and on with the predictions. That's crazy. Uh, then there's this from Brown University from 1972. December 3rd, 1972. Uh, so they had a big meeting. All right. And Let's get this thing got together fixed. a bunch of scientists, reported back to the president. Dear Mr. President, 
Uh, the main conclusion of the meeting was that a global deterioration of climate by order of magnitude larger than any hitherto experienced by oh, civilized hither. mankind. Get a hitherto. Yeah. The very real possibility, and indeed may be due very soon. Oh, no. The cooling has natural cause and falls within the rank of processes which produced the last ice age. Wow. The letter to the President of the United States in 1972. <clears throat> Here comes the next ice age. <laughs> Too and late. Then, and then, in 1974, <clears throat> we get this. New ice age coming fast. I love it. We should tweet this out so people <laughs> yeah, can go over we're going to do Show that. their global warming friends. Yep. Space satellites show new ice age coming fast. <laughs> 1974. Boy, so they're they're on the Ice Age kick. Yeah. Yeah, they're certain that an Ice Age is coming. Uh, it happens that blocking uh, any... Yeah, okay, okay, I can't read it. Oh, uh, let's see here. I already closed my uh, deal here. You want to throw it over here? Already, let's see, let's see. It's it, already jammed together. It happens that blocking... Uh, Anti, anti, is something. Oh, anti cyclones. Oh, is that what play it is? an important role okay. in the characteristics of weather in the northern hemisphere and account for some adverse changes <clears throat> in our own climate. However, Dang it. so Pat, uh, oh, you got another one there. Is there something from time? Another magazine? ice age. Yeah, okay. yeah, from time. Uh, this from June twenty fourth, nineteen seventy four. Telltale signs are. Everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And we hear the same yeah, stupid thing today. Okay. So that was what, 1974 Time Magazine? 74. Okay. So then something happens. Uh huh. All right. And then 15 years later. These are all Ice Age All Ice Age stuff, Keep right? In mind. And then something something changes. Oh, wow. Now there's oh. a great peril to life. What? Gas pairs away Earth's ozone. Remember the ozone problem? Oh, snap. We're going to lose the ozone layer. There we go. There was a hole in the ozone. And where a tree once stood? Yes. Uh, and Somebody's making money. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. So now we had the ozone situation, mm -hmm. uh, which you don't hear a peep about anymore. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the ozone fixed itself. Mm -hmm. The earth self-repairs. It's amazing that way. It's absolutely amazing what the earth can do. Uh, and they know this, yeah. but they just keep making the dire predictions anyway. Because it's not really about saving the planet. It's about increasing their power and control and their bank accounts. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, you look at a guy like Al Gore, who was just probably average as far as, you know, congressional wealth is concerned. And then what happened? He left office, devoted full time to uh, climate change, global warming, bought into every in industry he talked about, mm -hmm. <laughs> and became a climate billionaire. <laughs> I mean, the guy's a climate billionaire. Yep. Uh, and nobody says, hey, he's uh, he's exploiting. He's playing on our... He's playing on our fears! Remember that? Mm-hmm. A little discussion? I sure do. And nobody says that about him. No, no, he's... he's uh, he betrayed our country! He cares about this planet, Pat. And, oh, uh, are you kidding me? You know, there's no... He absolutely uh, does. I gotta find that. Betrayed. You gotta find... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and... He betrayed this country. Yeah. He, he played on our fears. <laughs> he took America. Uh huh. He Talking about America Bush, of course, George W. America. On an ill-conceived <laughs> foreign adventure, dangerous to our troops, 
an adventure that was preordained and planned before 9-11 ever took place. Oh, wow. wow. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. <sighs> okay. And we got a whole bunch of predictions here. Arctic ozone hole area, which was, you know, going to melt everything, I guess, in, in the Antarctic. Uh, 1976, they talked about the cooling. New York Times book review talked about acid rain killing life in lakes. Yeah, I don't hear anything about acid rain anymore yeah, either. where's the acid rain? I miss acid rain. Don't I, you miss it? Yes. Yeah, that was a good that, discussion. Uh-huh. That was fun. You were afraid every time it was going to rain, your skin was going to melt. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 10 years later, the U.S. government uh, program formed to study acid rain concluded, uh, yeah, that there's no problem there. In 1978, no end in sight to the 30-year cooling trend. <laughs> in, uh, also in 1978, January 5th, 1978. But according to NASA satellite data, there is slight, there's a slight warming trend yeah. since 1979. <laughs> so so okay so so we've tweeted this out at pat on leash if you want to follow along here but but we need to make a leap here to 1989 because 10 years removed the united nations gets involved yeah and they're talking global warming and now it's global warming time global is warming. the problem here and james hansen uh who is screaming also with uh, paul ehrlich about the coming ice age now in 1988 james hansen forecasts increased regional drought from global warming mm-hmm. in the 1990s oh boy Man, oh man. <laughs> 1988, also from uh, Washington, D.C. days over 90 to uh, from 35 to 85. What? I don't even understand that headline. So I guess they're saying there were 85 <clears throat> days, right? Uh, that were oh, over 90 oh it went from 35 yeah. to 85 days over 90. But the truth of it is the number of hot days in the D.C. area peaked in 1911 and have been declining ever, ever since. since. Yeah, and that's what they keep harping on. You know, it's going to be uh, frequent and more severe. Mm-hmm. And none of that is true. None of it. So, yeah, 15 years later, the global warming push was underway. UN predicts disaster of global warming not checked. They smartened up, though. They realized, all right, people aren't buying global warming because it uh, it gets cold too often. and And plus... We'd have to claim, and they still are really, that every single year is warmer than the one before. And so Mm -hmm. that's when they came up with climate change, climate weirding, all of the things that they use. Yeah, so uh, in 2000, quote, children won't know what snow is. Remember that one? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Let's see. Britain's going to have a Siberian climate by 2020. That's in 2004. Oh, wow. But wait a minute. That that, that should have been said 20 years prior. Remember when they were doing all the cold stuff? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Al Gore, you know, your your buddy over there warns of an ice-free Arctic by 2013. And again, since I'm not ba- I'm not good at math here, you got to help me out. 2013, has that happened yet? No, 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 not okay. yet. So that that's still I out there. Some time, yeah. So that might happen yet. <laughs> Senior UN environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea, sea levels if... The global warming trend is not reversed mm-hmm. by the year 2000. <laughs> 2009, Prince Charles says only eight years to save the planet. So what's eight plus 2009, Pat? I, again, not good mm. with the math. Put you right around 2017-ish. Does that happen? Mm, no. Okay, so that one's still out yeah, there. Yeah, that's too. still out there. <laughs> it's, okay. only, it's only 2022 now. We haven't hit 2017. But yet. do you want to fix the planet? 
I, I do. Well, you know how you do I that? Do. How do you do that? Well, shut down industry. Shut down industry. Stop yeah. driving cars. Stop driving cars. Yes, you're on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No more SUVs. Or big trucks. Or big trucks. Delivering goods where they need to go. Right. Thank you, Keith. Well said. Uh, it's madness. And again, we're the stupid ones. Yeah. We're the ones who aren't following science. If we followed science, how many ways would they have taken us in the last 50 years? We would have twisted everything up, shut down our industry, and been passed by China and Russia and Zimbabwe a long time ago. Well, UPS is uh, leading the charge. They're going to help us. They're going to have a new way to, do, yes. to uh, deliver yes. things in New York going forward. Yeah. Oh, do we have... This is uh, the future of package delivery in New York City. Take oh, the good. mask UPS off, UPS is going to be I know. using these You're e-bikes with these cargo containers. You're outside. Nobody's around. It's an e-bike. See? In New York City, there's legislation in Albany. No. Legislation in Albany. allow them to do this, and this will take a lot of those large trucks oh, good. Oh, off the goodness. road. Thank goodness. This back uh, cargo piece is detachable. Uh, okay. So these bikes will be able to drive right into a lot of buildings. He's out of shape. Put these right in the cargo area, cargo <laughs> elevator. No. So it's a bike. It's the yeah. future. It's, it's the not future. powered by it's an engine future. at all? That's our future yeah. right there. That's your future. I'm getting out of UPS if that's the future. <laughs> I don't want to pedal my way around Manhattan. That's third world fun right there. <laughs> it is. It is. And who doesn't love third worldness? Third worldification, Everybody. baby. Third Every- worldification. Right. They can't bring the third world up to our level, so they've got to pull us down to theirs. And that's what the effort is uh, with climate change. Can you see? You've worked Jeez. in New York City. Mm-hmm. Can you see getting on the elevator and be like, oh, excuse me, UPS bike coming through. <laughs> Obviously, they probably use the freight elevator, but still. It, and then what are they going to do? Hold on a second. Let's think this through. They get up to the... Do they get up to the floor? I guess I don't understand what happens. Do they take the, the bike up, up the elevator and then... What a disaster. Probably. Not. This is stupid. I mean, who knows? This is... There are dozens and dozens and dozens of these failed predictions. And again, not one of them was correct. Yeah, we not can, one. You can find that uh, list at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Share it with your friends. Tell them where you found it. Pat Gray Unleashed. Let me take a minute and tell you about Birch Gold Group. I mean, things are getting chaotic now and they're going to get more so this year uh the fed has announced that inflation or uh the interest rate is a fair game and they might raise it as many as five times during the course of the year with inflation already high uh you need to hedge your bet here with gold silver with precious metals diversify your savings into gold and silver with birch gold group birch gold group is a company that i recommend for precious metals they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, uh, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no, no tax implications or, or penalties of any kind. To get started protecting your savings in, with uh, gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word PAT to 989-898. And then they send you a comprehensive 20-page kit to give you all the information to make you super comfortable with this. There's no cost. There's no obligation. 
So why wait? Text PAT to the number 989-898. Again, you can get the free information by texting PAT to 989-898. Pat Gray Unleashed. (laughs) Uh, We got some tweets here. Lynn Kozlowski tweets. Can I get one tweet on? Pretty please? Well, there you go. All right. Congratulations, Lynn. Nice job, Lynn. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, from Pick a Pool, U.S. is probably doing so poorly in the gold medal count because global warming is hitting us harder than Norway and Germany. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Americans don't even know what snow is anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was something that fell in Dallas a couple weeks ago. I, was it cocaine? I don't know. It was white. It's yeah. all over the place. It was cold cocaine. Yes. Postmaster Jeffy tweets, they're trying to ramp up the climate doomsday talk so they can run Al Gore for president again. Oh, please, no. Oh, jeez. That can't be. No. <laughs> no, he's he's kept a low pri- profile lately. Sure has. He made his, you know, Boku millions, like you said, off of fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And now he's now burning he's fossil fuels. I'm good, thanks. Mm-hmm. Carol remarks, Back to the Future was more right with its predictions than this blue mist asshat. <laughs> Yeah, where is... I want my blue mist. <laughs> I'm not sure I want all of humanity to disappear with it, well. but the blue mist might be cool. Uh-huh. Uh, Kofefe's Batacaf Care. <laughs> Maybe they did such a good job fighting global cooling. They created global warming. Oh, no. Unintended consequence. Hadn't looked at it that way, but you might be right. Night squats. <laughs> Tweets. Whether global warming, cooling, or clowning, the fact that the solution always involves embracing communism is proof that they just can't figure out how to sell coerced collectivism to free people. That's the truth. They're trying, though. I mean, they got some things going, like uh, like the Great Reset. You know, Glenn's talking about this a lot, um, the whole reset and the ESG thing. Mm-hmm. ESG standing, and almost all companies are using it. I know, man. I all looked. major companies. Yeah. And I Googled it the, a few times uh, lately, and nobody's saying anything alarming about it. It's right. like, yeah, okay, yeah, they use this ESG yeah. score to give loans and things. Yeah. Okay, they're using an environmental, social, government, government way mm-hmm. uh, to give people credit or not? <laughs> what? Huh. Man, I want to see my, my ESG score. has got to be like a negative number. I, I don't care the environment, um, social, pfft, don't care, government, oh, the government. I've got to have a negative number. The uh, World Economic Forum posted this uh, the other day on Twitter. Mm. Welcome to 2030. Mm. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. Yeah, but who said that? It's not like anybody important, right? Just... Ida Alkin, a member oh. of parliament in Denmark. Oh. Nah, I wouldn't worry about it. Just uh. some kook. Oh, she said this back in 2016? Holy cow. Oh, she was giving us a heads up. Incredible. It's incredible. I mean, they don't even hide it anymore because they don't think they can be stopped. Hopefully they got another thing coming, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. But they, they've they been warning. I mean, here it is. I kind of want to walk around um, Ida Hawkins' <clears throat> house to see if she has a problem with Yeah, that. if she has anything. Yeah. In, in fact... Do you have a house? You shouldn't. Right. Shouldn't own anything. Well, I, I meant 
you know, you don't care about not having privacy. Yeah. Right? You don't own anything, so I'm just going to come in there. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to watch some football or something on your TV. Yeah, let's see. If but she, she'd be really happy with that. Right. Happier than ever before. But she shouldn't own anything. Mm, no. Right? You want to be happy, right, Ida? Well, imagine there's no possessions. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it isn't hard to do. Uh-huh. Nothing to kill or die for. And you know what? No religion, too. So, wouldn't that be a great world? Imagine it. Mm-hmm. Imagine that world. Should I imagine all the people? <laughs> yeah, living for today. Not worrying about tomorrow and what that'll bring. Just live for today. <laughs> Consequences be damned. <sighs> I mean, I think that was pretty admittedly a song about the Communist Manifesto. People are still, oh, I love Imagine by John Lennon. Do you? Oh, boy. Do you? Okay. Man, I tell you. See... When we lived in New Jersey, and my oldest was still very young, she could not have been, I don't know, maybe six, seven, seven years old, eight years old, and she had a ballet recital to mm-hmm. that song. If. Let's Ugh. put it this way. Mm-hmm. It was you, were, a, you were pleased? It was a very long, thoughtful conversation <laughs> on the way back home that <laughs> night when I was picking her up from rehearsal. Good. Yeah, let's talk about that song, Good. shall we? That's great. If more, if more parents did that. You know, we we wouldn't have a generation of young people who think communism is the way to go, and it's far superior to capitalism. Capitalism is mean, vicious, hateful, and it's killing people all over the world and bringing on global warming. Communism, though, I mean, that's all of us being together in a united cause. <laughs> yeah, but if you had more parents doing that, you'd have more kids going, I got it, Dad, Dr. Benjamin Rush. Underrated founding father. We got it. <laughs> Calvin Coolidge, okay? One of the best presidents right. Right. in the history of the United States of America that nobody ever talks about. Okay. That's okay. That's literally that's literally what me and my kids what we do for fun now, Pat. Mm-hmm. So Good. my kids are older and so they are teenagers, they have jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's rare that they're all three in the house at the same time now, right? Because they've mm-hmm. all got very active lives. But boy, when all three of them are together, they know, oh, crap, here comes Dad with another, another book of Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, Whoa, here we go. Gather around, kids. It's Calvin Coolidge story time again. <laughs> yeah. I, it's the only thing that'll save us. That's true. Is educating the youth on what is really being taught to them because they don't know. They don't have the life experience. Uh, so wait till they wake up. When they're 25 and realize, geez, you're taking 40% of my salary? Just the federal income tax? Uh, hey, something's wrong here. Yeah. So. You got to protect your kids, man. Yeah, you do. You got to teach them. Apparently, the military spent 6 million man hours on woke training so far under Joe Biden. 6 million man hours. Uh, on an extremism stand down and diversity, equity, and inclusion training program since uh, Biden took office. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Army General Mark Milley, provided that data to Senate Armed Services Committee Republicans in response uh, to an October 2021 request. I remember we played that. And Milley said, yeah, I'm going to have to, I don't know the figures, I'm going to have to get back to you. He actually apparently did. The data showed that service members spent a total of 5,889,082 
Oh, you man said hours, six million. To be exact, right? I exaggerated. Wow, dude. <laughs> uh, but they spent that many hours, man hours, on the stand down, a day when all commanders in the military spoke to their troops about extremism and on DEI, including critical race theory. Oh, huh. We didn't even know any of this was going on. So they're trying to subvert the military now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is well underway. Yeah, it's good times. I mean, this is, uh, we're training our military to be prepared for the wars of the future. CRT. Senators noted that the Biden administration's countering extremism working group in December released a report that found fewer than 100 service members had engaged in extremist activity after spending roughly a year studying it. Mm-hmm. For every documented case of extremism in the military, our military spent a whopping 58,000 hours in training on extremism. Wow. Less than 100 they identified yeah. as extremists after studying it for a year. While any case of extremist behavior is wrong and harmful to the military readiness, uh, previous defense authorization bills have already equipped the military to handle those cases. Milley's response also showed that the Department of Defense spent more than 1,000 man hours on a climate adaptation oh, plan. Yes, yes, so we're also climate. filling their heads with climate change garbage. Wow. President Braindead is such a tremendous commander-in-chief, isn't he? Because how worried have you been that, I don't think our military is spending enough time defending us from the climate. I Shouldn't we be aiming our missiles at the clouds? Do they learn anything about fighting wars? Uh, anything not to read that article. Is, that, is no. there any time left in a day to learn tactics and strategy? Well, those things are all mean, and they involve guns. You don't want that, Keith. You don't want that. Wow. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? You better hope we don't get involved in a war. Yep. Somebody's going to have a lot to undo when they're elected in 2024 uh, instead of these stinking extreme Democrats. And let's hope and pray it happens, because if it doesn't, uh, the work is going to be complete by 2028. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about uh, something that gives you another kind of pain. Inflammation and what you can do about it. Maybe you've tried everything and nothing has worked for you. Give this a try. It's all natural. It's not a drug that you're going to become dependent upon. It's really great. And best of all, of course, it works. It's Omega XL. And it goes to your joints, turns off the inflammation, and thus the pain goes away. Plus, there's the science of it. When we're young, our bodies produce SPMs, which those are nature's way of keeping joints healthy. But as we age, we don't produce enough of them, which could explain why you're in pain and why I was in pain. But Omega XL can restore those SPMs and rejuvenate joints and muscles so you can move like when you were young again. Order Omega XL right now at OmegaXL.com pad. And when you buy your first bottle, they'll throw in a second one for free. Two for the price of one at OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Speaking of our brain-dead president, Biden. I don't think we played this yesterday, did we? The dead dog thing? No, no, It's made the rounds a little bit now, but this is such a weird... (laughs) Such a bizarre speech. Uh, he is really out out to lunch, and he's not coming home for dinner. 
Check this out. I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. Nah. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. Oh. And I said, well, mm. I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so true, I went over. <laughs> he went over. He, <laughs> he went, went over. over. He went Pause over. it for a I second. picked it up. Why is that funny? So I went over. <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? No. <laughs> he just Bro. said, and I'm quoting he now. Over, yeah. I'm quoting. Quote. So I went over. <laughs> oh, 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 he went over. I think he's talking about to her house, although he doesn't say it, but it is implied. I think it's inferred. Yeah, but man, yeah, we yeah. got cavity hour at the White House. <laughs> oh man, is this guy performing at Chuckles this weekend? Because he should. He should be a stand-up comic. <laughs> All right, let's hear the rest. So I went over. <laughs> Picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. And he put it on her doorstep because she wanted it off the lawn. Uh-huh. 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 A, what does that have to do with anything? And B, what an what a jerky idiot. He was then. Yeah. And he's even worse. Well, now. Remember, he started this whole story. What is the very first thing he said? Can you play just the, literally the first three seconds, Rob? The first thing he says. I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically. Why is that okay, obvious? Stop. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, because she asked you to do something or she was pissed. Right, but I'm inferring that, uh, oh, she's a Republican, so I'm going to drop this dead dog on her porch. Right. Because I, I, there's our uniter right there. Uniter in chief. <laughs> oh, yeah? You, you're a Republican and you want me to do my job? Well, I'm going to leave a dead carcass on your front doorstep. Seriously, what are we supposed to take from that? What should be the lesson that he's teaching us? There? Where's PETA about showing respect and for animals? PETA? Yeah. Ah, uh, you know what? Last time I tagged them on something, they responded. So it was actually a, it turned out to be really good. Really? I was like, "Where's the condemnation for the way Fauci treats beagles?" <laughs> oh, yeah. you did ask that, and how? What? Yeah, they, they weren't happy. Yeah, with yeah. with Fauci. Yeah. So let's try this again. Let's do. I'm gonna find a video of uh, this guy uh, being a. What's the word of the day? Ass hat. And uh, okay. And let's think this through a little bit too. Okay, so she asked him to take it off the lawn. So he does, and he puts it on her doorstep. Wow. Then what'd you do? You just left, yeah. and she was fine with that. <laughs> what a great city councilman he was. He, he was, was a right? Good guy, right? A really good guy. <laughs> Yeah, he cares about his constituents, even the ones who are on the other side of the political spectrum. He loves them. He loves people. And he wants to unite them all. His campaign slogan for 2024 is going to be a dead dog on everybody's doorstep. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, I'd be awesome. <sighs> <laughs> I can't take it. So wait a minute. With this guy. That was, that was the most lucid we've seen this guy in a long time. Yeah. And so when he's wide awake, he tells us stories of dead dogs. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's him on a good day? Right. Help. Well, you know, he'll probably tell it 15 or 20 more times in the next couple of weeks, like he did the train story with Angie. 
Ange, the guy who's been dead for 10 years or something, and <laughs> retired long before that and was never around the train station by the time supposedly the story happened with him. Uh, it's unbelievable. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. And thank you for being here as well. Got some tweets here. Pathead Jukebox tweets, communist countries produce more pollution than capitalist countries. Yet com- capitalism is bad? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look at China, who continues to pollute at an incredible rate. They don't, they don't seem to even be faking an effort to stop the pollution <laughs> that they spew. No, uh, they, they even flout it by putting an Olympic venue right next to a yep. coal plant. <laughs> steel plant or steel, steel, oh, whatever steel. it is. Oh, my bad. Just Nita tweets, okay, so the polo store I manage gets 30 or so boxes of freight a day from UPS. Each can weigh up to 75 pounds. I'll pay someone to show me how they will deliver these on a bike. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's a really good You're point. You're peddling around and all these heavy boxes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not a chance. Crab Monster 2, and who cares that operating a rickshaw is harder on someone's body? They make way less money for much more effort and serve fewer people. <laughs> now your package <laughs> won't get there for three months, but it's green. It'll be green. Mm-hmm. Lumbee IT department tweets, uh, I promise you don't want to know how much time the military wastes on useless training. It's endless computer-based training courses and lectures. Yeah, we probably don't want to know, frankly. <laughs> Uh, man. Oh. Also, I uh, got this from Hunking Hunk, Hunky? Hunking Hunky. That's tough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we have some ideas what happened to Major. Oh, no. Oh, the president's dog. Oh. He got left on someone's lawn somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, or maybe he did it as a message to one of his enemies. He cut off Major's head and put it in bed with that oh, uh, particular. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to do that to your own dog, old man. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah. Uh, this from Sassy Tall Blonde. We the people pay his salary. I want him off our lawn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Can you believe today is the one-year anniversary of losing Rush Limbaugh. Oh. He died a year ago today. That's uh, incredible. Seems like it was just yesterday. <sighs> sure does, yeah. But, you know, it's nice to remember him on the anniversary and pretty much every day. I mean, he's the reason I got into talk radio. He's the, he's Yeah, he's the reason probably most of us got into talk radio. Yep. Because we admired him and what a great job he did. And, and talk radio flourished because of Rush. Mm-hmm. Without Rush, none of this would be happening. Absolutely none of it. When he started his national show in 1988, uh, most talk radio was was made up of, you know, maybe a liberal doing the morning show, and then you get a conservative in the middays, and then you get somebody else, you know, uh, in between in the afternoon. You had, to, you had to balance it all out. The fairness doctrine. Fairness doctrine. And then Rush... Just showed the lunacy of how that ah, can't work. And if you're gonna if you're gonna have a conservative like me on, you're gonna have to surround me with other conservatives, which is what happened. Uh, and then if you want to do a liberal broadcast, put liberals on around them. Mm. Uh, but 
It's yeah. like, you know, because it's like playing country music in the morning, <laughs> hard rock in middays, yeah. jazz in the afternoon. All Nobody's right. going to listen to that. Yeah. You know, you got to be consistent. Smooth jazz and then <clears throat> right back into country. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and you know what? As he always talked about the arena of ideas, right? And they tried a liberal format. Yeah. And they failed at it. It failed. Yes. And they tried to bring back the fairness doctrine because and that's the only way they were going to be heard. Right. Right. What was the name of the... Air America. Air America. <laughs> Indeed. Miserable failure is what it should have been called. Well, it is now. It's yeah. a miserable failure. Yeah. God bless Rush. Uh, yeah. Uh, thinking about him on this uh, anniversary day. Jeez. Can't believe it. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, the Washington Inquirer put together a little uh, montage. You know, we've been seeing montages lately of uh, Joe Rogan saying the N-word completely out of context, completely misleading. In fact, it's just it's really a flat-out lie what's circulating. But got the media lying over and over and over again about Donald Trump. Now that we know for a fact that his campaign was spied on, now that it's been proven, now that we've seen the evidence, uh, it's interesting to go back and, and revisit some of what the media was saying. Hmm. Meanwhile... 2019. It's completely wrong. It did not. It did not happen. This was. There was no mm. spying. There was. It's Pizzagate. The conspiracy gene is no more. Pause it for a second. Pizzagate. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this guy. You know, Joe Scarborough, big time conservative. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man, man, he's a Republican. Mm-hmm. He's a conservative. <laughs> And by the way, can I just say him using the example of Pizzagate makes you want to go back and take a closer look. Yeah, at it does. Pizzagate. Yeah, it does. All right, let's see this. No one was spying on the president through the microwave. No one spied on the Trump campaign. There was no mm. spying. There was mm-hmm. no spying. No spying. There was 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 no spying. Wow. Oh, shut up, Don Lemon. By the way. There was no spying, oh. of course. <laughs> there was really? No spying. What do you say there now, douche? There was no spying on the Trump campaign. On the Trump campaign. It's been mm. a year and a half. Mm. There, there was, was no spying on the Trump campaign. Of this crap. No, no spying, spying on, on the Trump, Trump campaign. campaign. Which is a conspiracy theory. No, no spying, spying on, on the Trump, Trump campaign. campaign. Facts matter. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, no, there was no... There spying. was no... No, no, no spying <laughs> on the Trump campaign. Jeez. Uh, that's, that's nice work from the Washington Examiner. Uh, there was no spying, Mm-mm. no spying, <laughs> and that's just 35 times. It happened probably oh, cool. 10 or 100 or 1,000 times more than that. And now what do you have to say? Anybody going to correct the record and talk about how wrong they were again? Of course not. Just like they didn't correct any of the bad predictions on climate change, they're certainly not going to go back and say, yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, that didn't really work. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. By the way, and uh, do you know about the engineer, the nuclear engineer, accused of trying to sell nuclear submarine secrets? Uh, this traitor committing treason, actual treason. The way he passed the secrets, he hid them inside of peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> okay, that's innovative. <laughs> all right, all yeah. right. 
That's how he uh, disseminated his information. He just pleaded guilty to a conspiracy charge. It will put him behind bars for up to 17 years. This, uh, to me, is not adequate. I mean, there's one, there's one punishment that is uh, spelled out in the Constitution, mm. and that's death for, tre- for treason, for traitors. Jonathan Toby, uh, 43 years old, who worked for the Naval Nuclear Propulsion Program, and his wife, Diana, were charged with espionage-related crimes after trying to trade secrets for $5 million in cryptocurrency. So what's your price for selling out your nation, your country, the place where you enjoy all of these freedoms and such a great life, the best life possible in the history of this planet? $5 million. Hmm. All right. Wait to hear their motivation. The FBI intercepted the plot. Uh, and when Toby and his wife allegedly passed SD cards hidden in a peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Band-Aid. He, they also used a uh, Band-Aid wrapper. Oh, wow. And a gum package. Wow, these guys are crafty. Undercover agents were on the receiving end. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Among the secrets the U.S. government most zealously protects are those related to the design of its nuclear-powered warships. The defendant was entrusted with some of those secrets, and instead of guarding them, he betrayed the trust. Huh. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Wait, wait. That sounds familiar. Interesting. What, did, what did he do? He be, he betrayed... He... He betrayed this country! Oh. Hmm. He, he betrayed this country! Okay. So that's what, that's what he did. In a peanut butter sandwich. And a Band-Aid wrapper. Don't forget about that. Among the secrets, uh, yeah, okay, so the defendant was entrusted with some of these secrets, and instead of guarding them, he betrayed the trust placed in him, yeah. as I just said, oh, okay, we got it. <laughs> and conspired to sell them to another country for personal pro- uh, profit. It doesn't say which it country. It does not say what country. Uh, that's interesting. I need to know these things. wonder why. I mean, it could just be this story, but I didn't see it anywhere. Trying to sell them to Russians, yeah, I Chinese. Double check something here, yeah. Uh, the fact that it's not mentioned who it is leads me to believe that maybe it was an ally. I don't know. Maybe Israel. That's happened before. One of the biggest spy cases of all time, mm-hmm. one of the biggest treason cases of all time involved selling secrets to Israel. Yeah. So well, I don't know. Well, this um, this guy who sold out America, you know, he, uh, he and his wife, he pled guilty. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's no yeah. His wife, no his wife's case is still uh, yeah. being handled, but separately. Yeah, but I mean, they got a good reason, right? I mean, well, let's see. I'm okay. hopefully going to get to that. <laughs> uh, he's a one-time physics teacher whose okay. social media profile ta- touts an interest in spycraft and who used the code name code name Alice. <laughs> Agreed to return the hundred thousand dollars in cryptocurrency the FBI gave the couple to win their trust. He also agreed to allow access to the Proton Mail accounts he used to communicate with the Bureau, as well as some 50 packets of secret information he tried to peddle. (laughs) Guilty, Your Honor, the defendant said multiple times when asked by Magistrate Judge Robert Trumbull if he admitted to conspiring to communicate. And so he did. Uh, And the FBI observed Jonathan Tobey use a dead drop in Virginia in August of 2020 with an SD card hidden in a chewing gum package. The Bureau sent the Tobys $70,000 in cryptocurrency and received a decryption key. Uh, his social media account 
indicates he was left-leaning. Mm. Huh. Mm. And his wife was an ardent opponent of Donald Trump oh. on social media. Well, if Trump's huh. the president. After Trump won the presidency, <laughs> Diana Toby retweeted multiple hashtag the resistance hashtags in January 2017 and posted a women-can-stop-Trump Facebook profile picture of herself in 2016. So is this why they did it? Because they were they were sounds like anti-Trump? It. Sounds like it. Look, if this guy's going to be the president, we're going to sell out our country. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So uh, hmm. definitely a treasonous act. That's great. It doesn't really say how the, how the FBI... Uh, caught wind of him in the first place. It just says that they observed him using a dead drop in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, how'd you do that? Why were you following him? In the fr- why, were you, why were you watching him? I'd like I think, to know uh, that. I think an agent was just um, roaming around a park, saw a half-eaten peanut butter sandwich. Is that what it was? And bit into it and like, what in the heck? There's an what? SD card in Wait, here. Wait, hey, this is weird. something up here. I mean, that's probably the only way the FBI could go about solving a crime anyhow. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. you, you talk about treasonous activity. I no one and we've seen nobody in the media mm-hmm. mainstream media is talking about what Hillary Clinton and her campaign did with Donald Trump with the absolute spying also essentially and trying treason to set him up mm-hmm. as a communication with Russia now did you see are you familiar with there's a Twitter account defiant L's and it basically the entire account all they do their thing is they post an old tweet and a recent tweet by a liberal and point out the ridiculous hypocrisy, you have to see what they did with Hillary Clinton that got them suspended. I don't know how they got suspended, but can you read that? Um, that, that top tweet there is from 2016. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert, covert uh, server linking the Trump organization to a <laughs> Russian-based bank. Uh, that's cute. So that's, about, what, five days before the election? Uh-huh. Okay, and then so... And uh, then uh, New York Post <laughs> tweets, Clinton campaign and tech workers to paid, dig paid, up... Paid tech workers. Oh, paid, right, not and. The Clinton campaign paid tech workers to dig up Trump-Russia <laughs> connections. So there you go. Oh, my goodness. So, so Defiant L's tweets huh. that. That's all That's they great. did. All they did was retweet a Hillary tweet and then the New York Post saying, you know, look at the hypocrisy here. Yeah. And that got them suspended from Twitter. Uh, that's unbelievable. I don't know why. I don't know why. Jeez. <sighs> but there you go. Um, wow. Uh, Hillary Clinton and her minions need to be held to account for this. And this her, is her minions obviously include Twitter. <laughs> I, you know, something's got to be done there. Really does. Something has to be done. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. You need a realtor to show you the ropes to help you through this really stressful time when you're hoping to get everything you possibly can out of your house. Uh, you know, you love it. You lived in it. You worked on it. And uh, now it's time to go. Maybe you're relocating to a new area. You need a realtor to get you through that process. Somebody who's trained to do all this. Somebody who's done it for a long time really successfully. That's real estate agents I trust. Glenn started this company because he didn't want you to go through what he went through in Connecticut. And so they carefully vetted all of these realtors to make sure that they are the best realtors you can possibly find in your area. Same goes for... uh, Buying a home, whether you're buying or selling, Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com.
tweets to share from just need a uh we miss rush thank you pat for giving him a year uh a tribute he is he's been gone for a year can you uh, it's amazing uh but she does know we are the best and uh thank you that's you're only saying that because it's true yeah <laughs> thank you uh marine mom usa tweets there was no spying over and over reminds me of 1984 keep saying it over and over and people accept it as fact no chance of wrong think so true they just they they do that every time they're caught red-handed in a lie they just continue the lie and people are well well they, they can't deny it now because so it must not be true maybe they didn't do that jeffy is fat <laughs> Tweets. Wait, that's the handle? That's the handle. <laughs> Jeffy is fat. Uh, while the nuclear scientist did betray his country, he did not, in fact... Oh, no. Play on our fears! Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, nobody's afraid of a peanut butter sandwich, right? Uh, I'm certainly not. I mean, if it's <clears throat> crunchy, hell yeah, I'm afraid of it. I'm not touching that one. Uh, there are some freaky, weird things going on. You know, Bob Saget was found dead in his hotel room bed a few weeks ago and at first they made it sound like well he probably had a concussion he went to sleep and didn't wake up you know because they do say don't go to sleep when you have a concussion i've never never understood why but that sort of brought that whole thing home well then we hear that this was not a bump on the head it's it's the equivalent of somebody taking a baseball bat to the back of his head or a fall from 30 feet or a severe car accident because he had his skull cracked in multiple places. It was fractured all over. Around to the side of his skull, there were fractures. And his eye socket was broken. This was a severe impact. Yeah. Uh, this was really bad. And then he just went to bed? Don't think so. Anyway, now the family of Saget is suing Florida officials in order to prevent the release of photos connected with the investigation. I don't. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But they also don't want any of the death records associated with it. They're exempt from disclosure to the public uh, under state law, but they're, they're trying to make sure that none of this stuff is released to the public. Which led me to believe, or to wonder, why? Uh, did somebody in the family kill him? And they're trying to keep that secret? I, I certainly hope not. Uh, and it seems unlikely. But uh, check out this podcast oh, no. from... When did this podcast occur? This, uh, Just a few weeks ago, October right? October 25th, oh, okay. 2021. A couple of months ago. And this is Kelly Rizzo, his wife, and Bob Saget. And they talk about how they met, just their relationship, some other things. And then mm-hmm. they start talking about movies and stuff. And here's what happened. And I know you love to also pepper in movies because you love the movies. And of course, I love movies too. Pepper in movies. Reason, I like live for movies. Yeah, right. But, and you know, I, as I said, I absolutely love movies as well. Um, you love there's five movies. You love Big Lebowski every day. You could watch Big Lebowski Big four Lebowski, times a day. The Godfather, uh, Wayne's World, <laughs> uh, Godfather 2, Goodfellas. Mm. Casino Scarface. Um, but so I don't have long to live. These are your favorites. I'm going to be found dead in bed. Uh, you better watch out. Um, so 
Wild coincidence, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wild mm-hmm. coincidence. Crazy, crazy. Of course, he was found dead in bed um, just a few months after that particular episode. Interesting. Of course, we have absolutely mm-hmm. no reason whatsoever Mm-mm. other than that really weird coincidence to think that she had any motive or reason to mm-hmm. kill her husband. Uh, and we're not alleging that she did. Mm-mm. Just want to make that perfectly clear there's no allegation we're just saying that was interesting hmm little clip of uh their the podcast now was he on the podcast on a regular basis was it his podcast was it hers we don't know anything about that do we everybody did goes to my theory though that every living person has a podcast and so congratulations on yours because i know you have one <laughs> if you're listening, if you're you listening, have one. You have a podcast. Yeah, we, so. um, you know, it sat there forever, and I finally just tossed it out. But there was a Babylon Bee article about a guy. They they went hunting, and they they made it to uh, the wilds of East Texas, and they found the one guy who didn't have a podcast. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's weird. Uh huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, huh. and, and and I guess I guess they asked him. I'm trying to find the story here. We go. Meet Steve, the last remaining American who doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> so here's. So here's. Oh, there he is. Wait. You, oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, little pop up thing there. I hate the that. Pop-up I hate it. But there he is. There's, There's Steve. our friend. There's Steve. For some reason, he doesn't have a podcast. I guess the doesn't. guy's got nothing to say. Right. So they said, so huh. you don't have a podcast. Tell us about that. And Steve said, <laughs> What? Who are you? How'd you get on my property? We're journalists. We can do what we want. <laughs> Steve says, oh, yeah, I guess I just never got around to starting a podcast. I picked up one of them Sure SM7Bs a while back, and I thought about starting a podcast <laughs> show about fly fishing, but, you know, life gets in the way. They asked him, any plans to start one anytime soon? And he said, nah, I think I'll stay out of the podcast space for a while. I'm kind of enjoying life. And, you know, it's hard to get guests every week. He's like, you're telling us you can only interview so many Christian musicians who were popular in the 90s before you start running out of steam. <laughs> Steve says, yep. Really good. The Babylon Bee says, yep. <laughs> Steve says, yep. Yep. And the Babylon Bee says, well, see you later. So and they you left. Go. Yeah. Okay, and at but the time we just of, met the last guy. Right. At the okay. time of publication, Steve mm. had announced a podcast. Oh, a, po- a podcast about his experience of being the only person without a podcast. <laughs> so now, <laughs> thanks for the update, Babylon Bee. Uh, the Babylon Bee's <laughs> awesome, aren't they? So All right. We got to show you one of the freakiest things I've seen, I don't know, maybe ever. Mm. Really, really, really strange. You will not believe this. These birds, and birds are scary for some reason in the first place. Maybe it's because <laughs> of the movie Birds, uh-huh. but this is really, really weird stuff. And I guess there's a few theories yeah. as to why it happened, but you don't want to miss this. We're uh-huh. going to share that with you next. Uh, that's coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> Returns. Let me take just uh, 60 seconds and tell you about mygotodoc.com. You know, people email us and tweet us and call into the show. And one of the things uh, that they wonder about and ask about is where can I find a doctor online I can trust who's a COVID expert and a pharmacy that will fill prescriptions that might be a little out of the mainstream? Uh, well, the answer to all of those questions is mygotodoc.com. Uh, apparently Omicron is milder than Delta and hopefully 
that will mean that the pandemic ends really soon. But I'll tell you, I, we have, uh, you probably know people too who had a really tough time of it. High-risk patients need preventative treatment or at least meds on hand so they can start treatment fast. Quicker you can start this treatment, uh, the better off it's going to be that you don't wind up in the hospital. And low-risk patients often benefit from off-label meds because they can prevent long COVID. Now, <clears throat> your friends are going to tell you, none of that stuff works. Ivermectin is horse paste. Don't even try it. Well, I mean, we have individual experiences here from uh, Keith, mm-hmm. from Glenn, uh, from... Rob's got Rob a story to tell, yeah. On ivermectin. It just worked for them. Um, so... Dr. Saeed Hader has really built something great at mygotodoc.com. First of all, he is a COVID expert. That's all he does. He's treated over 40,000 patients, and he's he's experienced zero deaths in 40,000 patients. Also, you can register for free. You can ask questions forever, and they will connect you with pharmacies that will ship you a full 28 doses of ivermectin for less than anywhere else online. This should be your go-to source for COVID-19. MyGoToDoc.com. That's MyGoToDoc.com. Check them out today. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. We're going to show you this freaky occurrence uh, that happened in Mexico in just a second. But first, uh, let's go to Tom in Ohio. Hey, Tom, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat and Keith, I apologize up front. I'm having telephone problems, so I may get cut off from you. Okay. I've been standing on a corner, busy corner in Dayton, Ohio, for 50 days, holding a sign saying no vax mandate. <laughs> and wow. Bless you. About five, about five hours a day, and I've seen about 250,000 cars go by in those 50 days that I've been holding the sign. About 80% of the people uh, do nothing. About 20% give me a thumbs up, honk their horns, cheer wildly because they're so relieved that somebody feels like they do. Mm-hmm. But about 3% have been um, giving me a middle finger or saying F you. Over the last two weeks, though, that number of people saying F you or give me the middle finger has increased to about 10%. So I think they're buying in to this mass formation psychosis. You know, Joe Biden telling them that yeah. a pandemic of the unvaccinated, you know, the vaccinated, un- unvaccinated people are killing you, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you, I tell these people, I say, hey, look at the Israel data. You know, they're triple and quadruple jabbed, yet Omicron cases skyrocketed through the roof. The vaccines are not working well, but they do not care. They just they give me a mean look and they would run me over if they could. What's scary about that is if, if you know, 10 percent of the population would run you over. That's 30 million people. <laughs> right. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. It, it is frightening. And uh, appreciate it, Tom. And thanks for what you're doing. That yeah. Not many people do that. And so uh, you're taking it into your hands and you're doing something about it. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I admire that. What is it? Uh, you just said it again yesterday. Um, think globally, act locally. Yeah. And that's what Tom's doing there. Yeah. However, his numbers, he needs to check those numbers at the very beginning. He went 80 23 percentages <laughs> even my even my math nah. skills figured that one out okay tom okay so maybe it's 80 17 3 is that what you're saying is maybe yeah he exaggerated the couple that are but three <laughs> percent no no but god bless him but yeah and that's what you got to do i yeah. mean and, and i think i've said something like this uh, uh i know i've said it in my life i might have tweeted something like this at one point it's like 
these little experiences in your own <clears throat> personal life may seem small and insignificant to you. But collectively, there's a larger picture here. If we're all doing that in our lives and we're taking a stand mm-hmm. and we're saying, no, I'm not doing this, yeah, then it adds up and it makes a difference. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, and it's interesting that people are getting more virulent mm-hmm. as time goes on. Well, cults typically do. They see that they're starting to lose their grip on this situation and it's pissing them off. And so they're going to they're gonna get even nastier than they've been. And that's hard to believe that they can be nastier than they were. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they are. And uh, so we got to be more committed than we've ever been. Um, I was just, we were, there was a birds thing. uh, Yeah, I got that. But there was, before we get to that, because this kind of fits in, the, uh, see, is it on the list here? It is not. But there was a uh, Canadian, there's the Canadian, is it the foreign minister? It's the, no, it's the justice minister. All right. And I've got it. I know I put it into the machine. Uh Uh-oh. I'm just not seeing it as we're, as we're going here. Mm. Um, Okay. But I know I, let's see, can he, the. I can't imagine, you know, Canada, not a hotbed for controversial things happening in the world uh, until lately. Until lately. I I would, uh, I would. Guess that <clears throat> you don't have too many Canadian related no. clips in your machine. That's why I was able to find it with the word Canada. <laughs> Here it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the problem in Canada is they've they've got their work cut out for them because these truckers have done such a great job and people are behind them. Yep. And so they are doing everything they possibly can to switch the public opinion around in in their favor. And they're telling people that, hey, most Canadians don't feel like this. Well, yeah, apparently they do. But uh, the the Canada's justice minister was on one of the, uh, I think it's a CBC broadcast, the Canadian Broadcast Company. And he was asking him about the rhetoric uh, that is going on right now. And the fact that you're kind of calling people who support the truckers terrorists. Uh, do you want to mend that a lot at all? Or what's going on there? You've just compared people who may have donated to this to the, the same people who are funding maybe a terrorist. I just want to be clear here, sir. This is really important. A lot of folks says, look, I just don't like your vaccine mandates and I donated to this. Right. Now it's illegal. Should I be worried that the bank can freeze my account? What's your answer to that? Well, if, I think if you if you mm-hmm. are a member uh, of you know a, a pro-Trump movement who's donating hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars to this kind of thing, what? Then you ought to be worried. Then you ought to be worried. Okay. If threat. I'm a member of the pro-Trump movement, how do you know if I'm pro-Trump or not? And I, and I want to give money to somebody. I, I can do that without being a terrorist. And by the way, is anybody really giving hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars at a time yeah, to the I, truckers? I don't know that they were talking about individuals. I think they were just talking about these large campaigns. Um, and did you see the hacker? Up in Canada, for uh, they got into Give, Send, Go, published mm-hmm. the information of the donors. It yep. sounds like he was working with the government. That's not uh, 100% uh, proven yet, but it almost sounds like... I bet like, he was. Yeah, uh-huh. I bet he was. And, and even Reuters, Reuters helping in with the doxing, linking to the website where people's information were of the donors. I mean, it's despicable. And I don't care if you are with uh, Give, Send, Go or with some major uh, Trump supporting organization they're not terrorists are you kidding me this shows you what a cult this is 
and that why people are so angry on on the on the side of why won't you wear a mask because we want to control you you need to wear a mask you need to do what you're told you need to conform and when you don't man do they get pissed i mean listen to this guy yeah jeez he's a canadian what are you even talking about trump for pathetic it's just unbelievable they have tried everything up there everything to try to negatively influence yeah uh called them racist called them misogynists and then that's why they're putting the word trump with this now because they think it will play Mm -hmm. to turn people against them oh there's just a bunch of trumpers out there (sighs) no no uh that's not the case uh but all right we're still gonna get to the the To the thing that happened in Mexico. To the animal video that the you birds. brought in, I'd like to point out. Right, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Maybe. Got the birds coming up. <laughs> but first, let me tell you about Keeps. Because if you're starting to lose your hair or it's been happening for a while, you need to get on it. The sooner you act, the better chance you have at a really good outcome. Uh, but Keeps has you covered. Keeps is really genius. They offer doctor-recommended, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Uh, so whatever you're trying to do, uh, with your hair you, you just want it to be thicker or healthier it keeps has you covered keeps physicians will help you select the right products and treatments for your specific condition and, and hair goals that's why when you go online you answer some questions take a picture a few pictures of your hair and post those and then the licensed doctor reviews all that and make sure that they come up with a plan that fits you with a full year of unlimited messaging, so you can contact, connect with your doctor about anything, anytime. With Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or a pharmacy. Hair loss stops with Keeps. To get 50% off your first order, go to keeps.com slash pat. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pat. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Just an average, normal day in Mexico, uh, and a surveillance camera of some kind is catching this. I don't know if it's a ring thing. Probably not, because it looks like a different angle than a ring doorbell would have. But uh, fortunately, there's some surveillance to show this to us. What a weird occurrence this was. Yeah, keep watching. Keep th- Check this out. Uh, okay, nothing going on yet. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, ooh, birds, uh, thousands of birds drop out of the sky. in the world? And some of them are just dead. What in the world just happened there? That's obviously somebody's whispering. So I don't know why they were watching that with this cell phone. Why are you looking at your neighborhood? No, they're they're recording it for us to put on the internet. No, I know they are. How'd they know the birds were going to come? They went back and watched it. Look. At That's gross. That. Those are pretty birds, too. Yeah, they got the really cool yellow top on, on their Can heads. we see that one more time? I mean, this is... Bizarre. This is so It's freaky. really freaky. Yeah. And Just a normal neighborhood, whoosh. nothing's going on, and then, whoa! I mean, tens of thousands of birds drop out of the sky, and they counted them. About a hundred of them died. Okay. That's, uh, that's insane. Just dropped dead. That's out of the sky. For terrible. No, nobody knows why. Uh, very, very weird. And then a lot of people are saying, well, they, their, their battery ran out. Their battery, and, yeah, uh, birds aren't real. Their battery <laughs> ran out in mass. Just, uh. 
Uh, so, yeah. So really, what do you think it was? Very, very crazy. There's some explanations okay. here from what bird experts. Okay. Uh, because that's just not normal, you know. Several theories have spread, uh, including a veterinarian suggesting that inhalation of toxic fumes, possibly from a heater, caused the bizarre incident. Okay, no, 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 no. You're not I'm buying sorry. that one. No, there was hunt. There was okay. How about so this? many birds? No. Uh, they also speculate that the birds may have been electrocuted while sitting on a power line. Um, no. And then just all swooped out of the sky together? Did you see all of those birds? There's no way they were on a power line together. Not all of them, that's for sure. Uh, Let's see. Richard Broughton, an ecologist at the UK Center for Ecology and Hydrology. I turn to them for bird answers all the time. Yeah, they couldn't get an ornithologist? No, they couldn't. Okay. Nope. But they got this ecologist, uh, (laughs) so... Uh, he told the Guardian that a predatory bird such as a raptor was the likely cause. Raptors <laughs> apparently chase flocks of birds, causing them to fly tightly together before crashing into the ground. No, come on. That many birds are that stupid? They didn't... Boy, where'd that ground come from? It wasn't here yesterday. Nobody considered, uh, you can't get us all. We're not going to swoop down to the ground. Nobody thought that in the whole this bird is... flock? Yeah. Come on. This is I'm so far over three on your little explanations there. Okay. Well, the Independent in Britain suggested that blame for the birds' deaths may lie with high levels of air pollutants. Yeah, it's air pollution. I it's, love this. Two of those climate change explanations are just like in mass. Yeah, we had this uh, intake of pollution, or what was the first thing? Some air conditioner, heat, or yeah, toxic. Uh, yeah, and then we fumes. all just in mass, just all crashed to the ground. That's stupid too. <laughs> what else you got? Let's see. That's it. That's uh, it. There've nah. been there've been incidents apparently of large numbers of migratory birds dropping dead in New Mexico. Hmm? The birds that crashed in Chihuahua, Mexico, though, were migratory birds from Canada, and they, maybe they just got tired mm-hmm. and all dropped out of the sky at the same time. Okay, we came. We've come a long way. Yeah, <sighs> I can't go another inch. Uh. And then some of them just dropped dead. Okay, the- hold on a second. Maybe it was that. Maybe like the lead bird that all the other like uh, sheep birds were mm-hmm. following. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got tired, fell to the ground, <coughs> and they were just following mm-hmm. suit as mm-hmm. birds do when they're when they're That's migrating they or not. And yep. then, like so I guess we're stupid. supposed to crash into the ground like Joe up there. So I'm gonna do it too. Yeah, dummies. <laughs> then some of them didn't pull up in time, and they smashed their little beaks right into the ground. I don't know. That's weird, though, right? It's That's very, weird. very freaky. I don't know if we'll ever. A get little an bit chilling. It's like there's a couple of weird things going on, like that, and the disappearance of bees, mm-hmm. and some just weird things uh, in nature. So I I don't know what the explanation is, mm. but sadly, playing the birds uh, has opened me up to a whole flock. <laughs> oh yes! A whole flock of animal videos. Yeah, you know what, y'all? Keith swears these are incredible yeah, so videos when I, that we're when guaranteed I saw, to love. When I saw Pat submit an animal video today, well, come on, that's freaky. That's ah, just that's, that's not totally, an animal oh, video. No, that's really. a that's a freak of nature video. Yeah, I thought, yeah, now's my chance. So here's <laughs> all right. Do so, you want a couple dog videos? Then? So we got a dog who's what hurting sheep here. So it's a traffic jam. The okay. sheep are stuck in a traffic jam. Don't you wish you had this dog on your way into work today? Look at this. He's gonna break <laughs> it up for us. He just jumps on their backs. Like get out <laughs> my way. 
right, then come on. comes get, right back down the ramp. Get get over. Get, separating them. Look, look at that. He broke it up. Made him into single look file. Look at that. Ah, sheep are stupid. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And dogs are smart. But look at how smart that dog is. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. What a great uh, sheep dog. Uh-huh. He is. So you like that one? I liked it. That's okay. He liked it. Yeah, All right. So do I push my luck with a second dog video? Uh, why not? Okay, all right, so this dog, I think he's playing like the match game or something. You know how like you turn over the cards and you try to find the pair, you remember where it was and whatever? Yep. So I think they do that with like, kind of like little domino type tiles. Look at this thing here. Okay. Look at that. So they scramble them up. It's like a little shell game type thing, you know, the way of shuffling them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's watching, he's looking, he's, he, he's keeping an eye on it. He's like, oh, that one goes with that one. Oh, so he made a match. You got it right. Okay. okay. Oh. Uh, wait. Okay. What do you mean? Somebody's okay. pulling a string and... and Yanking on Wait, what his, do you mean he's, you, so he's pulling up his paw? No, look at him. He's matching him. He doesn't even see. Look at that memory. It, not only the memory, but the concentration to keep an eye on him when they were shuffling him. Look at that. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So you That's like that good. one, right? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Now I'm told. That looks a, like a great dog, though, doesn't it? Wait, you get a thumbs up? Where's the treat? Where's a big like slab of steak? Oh, here. Good job. He's like, bro, I just. Yeah. Hey, where's my steak? I'm a you genius. Promise me a steak. If right. I, if I make these matches, what's this? And that dog's smart enough. He'd probably say that, too. and probably attack your face. Off. What we didn't see was him biting uh -huh. the owner's face off. That's he right. He bit his face off because he didn't get the treat. Now, I want you and to I don't know. blame him, frankly. Uh -huh. I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't blame either. him. He should just leave. Uh -huh. um, I'm being told in my ear, I have nothing to do with this. I have no idea. Mm. But apparently there's another animal video. What? I, I have no idea. What are we doing here? It's been a while. Way to stretch it, baby. Way to stretch it. Been a while. Yeah. I put it in my mouth. Straws don't belong there. But the turtles don't know why. So maybe they all deserve to die. And they do. I'm so sick of turtles. <laughs> I'm just, I'm over turtles. They're dumb. Uh -huh. They're dumber than those sheep, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty, sheep are pretty dumb. I, I don't think I've ever seen a turtle jam like we just saw with okay. the sheep jam. Okay. So. But have you ever seen, now that Corby brings up a good point, the birds crashing in mass into the planet? Mm -hmm. I mean, where do they fit on the turtle and the uh Supposedly the birds scale. are really smart. Mm -hmm. Birds supposedly have the intellect of... Uh, something like an eight-year-old child. Yeah, yeah. Some birds, yeah. not all, but some birds. We, we've shown on this on this show the lady who cooks breakfast and gives some to the birds, and they bring her little gifts and stuff, and mm -hmm. she exchanges, and it's like a, I don't know, it's like a swap there. You know, you give me this rusty screw you found on the road. Nice job. Here's a piece of bacon, you jerk. Uh, and then what was the other thing? Oh, and the, the bird that was dropping rocks. They couldn't figure out why windshields were smashing in this hospital parking lot in Alaska. And a bird was picking up rocks and dropping them on the windshield just for fun. <laughs> just to be amused. My kind <laughs> really, of bird. Really weird. And now chimpanzees have been observed applying insects to treat their wounds and the wounds of other monkeys around them. Well, chimpanzees. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's like they're evolving or something. At the Loango National Park in Gabon, mm -hmm. adult chimpanzee Susie was shown inspecting a day-old wound on the foot of her adolescent son, Sia. Then she abruptly sits up, grabs an insect from a nearby branch, pops it in her mouth, squishes it up, and then she takes Sia's foot and applies the insect to the wound. And then repeated the process uh, twice. So wait a minute. 
So then she, they then they waited around. This happened back in 2019, and so they thought, hmm, I wonder if other chimps will do that. They observed it 19 times where chimpanzees did this with wounds. And I guess the insect, I mean, this, to me, it shows how stupid they are. They should be using Neosporin or, right. you know, Band-Aids, not, not bugs. I'm That's not, gross. Not. What are you? That shows how dumb chimps are. I'm not impressed at all. Not impressed. You make a really good point. Right? Yeah. I mean, at least Bactine, uh-huh. something... That's like antibacterial, mm-hmm. you know, and then you dress the wound with a Band-Aid. Rinse it off first, at least, right? Yeah. Like soap and water. Exactly. Mild soap. Yeah. Can we have a little water. cleanliness here? Don't be putting it in your mouth. Ugh. I don't know where your mouth has been. That's gross. <laughs> so. What a stupid son of a bitch. Right? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I do have two questions, though, if I may. You may. Okay. Uh, number one. So. Are these chimpanzees that are also doing this? Are they? Did they observe her, or are they just all over the place? No, You're they're all about, over the place. Oh wow! Okay, so that's number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, when she's chewing up the 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 ant or whatever insect thing, mm-hmm. like is she like she's smushing it or something, and yeah. then using that as like a paste? Yes. What mm-hmm. is what does an ant body or an insect body do? That are just, there healing proce- uh, pr- properties of other bugs like? Ants and beetles and millipedes and yeah. stuff. Do they have healing properties? I don't think so. All right. And Which again goes to my theory that yeah, they're they, even more stupid than I thought right. they were because they're not using neosporin. Not only stupid, but just gross. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. Just, you know, grab the keys and it go down nasty. to the Walgreens right. and get yeah. some. Uh, right. Thank you. <laughs> Send somebody out to the drugstore if that's the closest and, and just get yourself an antibiotic. Tell you what. Tell you what, now I got it. Now I got mm-hmm. it. Next time we're at the zoo, let's just hand the chimpanzees a box of Band-Aids, mm-hmm. some Neosporin, as and you And see if they know what to do with it. And say, here, dummy, stop if, chewing up bugs. If they do, then come to me and tell me <laughs> that, oh, we just discovered how smart chimps are. <laughs> okay, now yeah, video I might too. go along with it. So, yeah, so, let me see it. So that'll be an animal <laughs> video that he will enthusiastically I will play. play that, I promise. Yeah. I promise that will be played. Uh-huh. At the top of the show, as a matter of fact, we'll lead with that. Yeah, and and do yourself a favor, <laughs> make it easy on yourself. I don't want you walking in with your hand. You have to hold all the bandages. Just put them in yeah. a bag, right? And just hand the bag to the chimp. The zookeepers love that when exactly. you when you reach through the cage and give the animals. And stuff. then if you see the the chimps start to eat the neosporin yeah. or throw the band aids yeah. around in their habitat, then yeah. you know, then okay, you know. they're just as they're stupid, stupid as Pat said they were. <laughs> We don't have to bother with it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, if they apply that too. it to a wound, yeah, record and it. Put a Band-Aid on, record it, send it to us. In and fact, start recording before you actually <laughs> hand it to it, because we need all this yeah. update. All right, we will finish off the week together uh, tomorrow.